Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod. What? What's going on? Today on the pod. We're talking Survivor UK Episode 4, Pulau Tiga Redux. And I'm playing a little different music at the top of the pod, but with reason. Because we have to discuss, Jackie, (laughs) something that happened in our most recent UK coverage, our bonus Cockney Minor Cockney Rhyme Playoff. And I've got, I just... It's great. I have grievances, I have questions. Peter, Cody, Cody sucks. And can't, you know what sucks? Can't you know what sucks? Not being able to it. fucking use accents. All the color has been drained from my life. <laughs> I can't sing along to the best part of the song. I can't imitate bag of chips from UK Drag Race. No, you can't. All I can say is much better. Much better. Much better. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I need a mirror and some lingerie. So get the fuck out of my way. So get the fuck out of my way. I'm olive oil dripping on the kitchen sink. Kitchen sink. This is awful. I'm playing this to try to get the attention of Jason Williamson of Sleaford Mods, the only man in the UK with more, kind of the anti-queen he is. I need him to override the results of the Cockney (laughs) Mine or Cockney Rhyme decision. Or at the very least, I'm going to use this rambunctious intro to call upon Peter of Survivor UK Revived. For uh, right here now, I call for a rematch. Uh, what? I you ne- can't do that this soon. We ha- we agreed that we would do a rematch at the end of the season. If I don't get a You're rematch sooner than later, the queen the is going to spank season. me with her big silver cane. <laughs> well, it looks like you're getting a spanking. And seems like we have to do a little bit more recapping of Survivor UK then. Where does... Okay, where do accents meet silly voices? That's what I don't... Like, can I imitate, like... Can I still imitate Bruce Springsteen? Or is that a New Jersey accent? You can't imitate people. I can't imitate anybody? No. It just seems crazy. Not even while singing? Can I have an exception while singing? I I don't think so. I mean, it's ultimately up to the queen, but I don't think so. What if I'm watching Crocodile Dundee and the part comes where he says, that's not a knife. Now, this is a knife. (laughs) You see how awful? It's no fun at all. My life is already so vanilla. (laughs) <laughs> you can't rob me of my one dumb guy American pastime of funny accents. Well, I mean, just the idea that you call other people's <laughs> accents funny accents oh, oh. right there is mm. probably why Peter mm. put the like kibosh mm. on you doing mm. accents. Funny's not the correct word. <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't be allowed to use accents. <laughs> <laughs> 
other people's rich cultural language. I just want to seat myself in it all day. <laughs> Jesus. We're talking Survivor. It's part of our two UK with love Survivor UK Pulau Tiga Redux series. And Jackie, <laughs> Redux. I think for the first time we have moved beyond our original coverage of Survivor UK. Hell yeah. High five on the pod. Well, only if we finish this episode. Right now we haven't. Yes. But and there when is, we finish this episode, we will. There's the infamous Survivor Cast International, the lost episode, which lost, I believe is a lost, half watch lost, along to this ep- this episode, lost, perhaps. Lost, lost, lost. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's. Okay. Anything else to chat about here at the top of the pod? Queen still alive. Um, UK yeah. still Kicking. existing. Blue Hydrangea one. Ooh. Uh, UK versus the world and drag news, which is probably outdated drag news at this point. Super outdated, I suppose, but it was still a good watch. Tea, still delicious. Mm-hmm. Do you have any news? Any survivor news or any UK news? Um, I'm a survivor. I'm a go getter. Okay, interesting. Go on. Um, not gonna <laughs> Please, stop. Tell me more. Uh, I'm gonna work harder. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> I don't think there's anything going on in any worlds that anyone cares about. Queen still alive, her husband still dead. Yeah. All right. Is her husband? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But her kids are still alive and wishing she were dead. You think um, her children wish death upon her? I mean, only the one that would become king. He really wants to be king. Charlie? I don't know. I'm calling it, I think once Queen Elizabeth dies, the British monarchy goes with her. I'm really curious. I Why didn't we ask Peter this question? Mm. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, let's jump into the episode or this strange documentary footage that we have up at the top of the, scr- the, top of the episode strange documentary footage oh just like the way that the host is like describing survivor and the shots that we're getting it seems like just a fucking documentary it's real jeff survivor 42 talking to the camera we are brought to you as always by mclean's toothpaste yes mark austin yes he gives us a little intro says the tensions are rising we're gonna come to halong on day 11 there's some age group dynamics that are people are splitting along age lines. Okay, I do have one thing I have to address. Yes. I think we've maybe been calling Mark Austin Steve Austin. No, we have Or Mark Bailey. Maybe Mark Bailey, but we didn't call him Steve Austin. Or Mike Bayleaf. Did we call him Mike uh, Bayleaf at one point? <laughs> no. Mark <laughs> Buttfield. Buttfield. Um, <laughs> Steve Buttertown. John Wilcox. <laughs> what is who is John Wilcox? What is that? That's something. Okay. Um uh, Mark Austin is his name, and he is the host of Survivor UK season one. And if we've been dead naming him this whole time, I apologize. His yes. name is Mark Austin, not Mark Bailey. Misnaming, not dead naming. Well, Dead naming is specifically a thing that you do to people who I have know. chosen. I guess it's also problematic yes. to use that term willy-nilly. Gosh, you are just like, woo-woo, cancel Cody Corner. I don't want to be canceled. I just want my accents back, okay? We definitely can't protest having Whoopi on 
our podcast. That makes it sound like we're trying to stop Whoopi from coming on the podcast. (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg has decided to come on the pod and we're doing everything we can to stop her. (laughs) I mean, we must with all these shenanigans that you pull, we'll get canceled. As somebody who's been sent on hiatus from The View multiple times for her hilarious off-the-cuff comments, for her refusal to censor herself at any turn, I think Whoopi would celebrate everything I've done on this (laughs) podcast. Oh, I need a mirror and some lingerie. This is what I'm going to say. Only only the Queen of America can override the Queen of England. So if I get Whoopi Goldberg on the podcast and she says that I can use accents, it's back on. Now, what if she invites you on The View and that's where (laughs) she tells you, but you didn't say that on the... If if any forum, (laughs) if Queen of America Whoopi Goldberg bestows upon me the right to use accents... It's back on. All right. Back on, baby. All right. Hashtag back on, baby. Um, Get it trending. Get Whoopi's attention under hashtag back on, baby. She'll know what it means. Let's go to the Ulad tribe. Torrential rain. Violent storms. They're having a... I mean, and this is probably affecting Halong as well, but... I don't even remember that Eve was a person. Okay. When we were watching this episode, I'm like, are we watching season two of UK? Because I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. But that's just because these people keep winning, so we don't get time with them. Eve, the bomb disposal woman. Pete, the model. And then Pete, the model. Is this young chap? Could it be a young Peter? What? Maybe he added the R in older age? No. I don't know. It hasn't been that long. Like... Peter would have to be so old right now. We didn't release the video of when he came on the pod. Go he doesn't listen. look old He's like that. He's got so much gray in his hair. <laughs> you don't think pe- he could be Peter the model 20 Peter, years older? No, Peter is like 37, maybe. He's 48 if he's a He day. is not at all. He's, he's all like maybe 38. He's aged gracefully. He is somewhere between 36 okay, well, and 39. How old do you think Pete the model is? Like. 24. 24. Okay. 25. And this aired in 2001, which would be 21 years ago. So, I mean, Pete, Peter could be I early guess. 40s. Me? <sighs> former model. That's why he looks so good. Fuck. Really took care of himself. Hmm. I'm, no, on, I'm Peter, on to you, Peter's Pete. like 33. He told me. He told us on the pod. He's we can go back married. and listen. Yeah. On his 43rd birthday. No, he's next not. Year. <laughs> Peter's like 31. Peter's 25 right now. Do you think he could be Peter the model's son? So he's like... 20 years ago? Pete, mm, okay, so Pete the model maybe. has a son when he returns from Survivor or UK. Or had a son secretly five years before <laughs> On the island? Going. On the island? Shit, Peter. All right. Okay. They're both named Pete. I guess Eve that's what that whole also thing cannibalizes rats. Yes. So they're also eating drowned rats. Yes. Which is fun. Well, but they, it seems like they didn't even drown the rat. It seems like they like found a a drowned rat. But like in their bedding? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. You don't know when it died. Sarah makes the good call of not eating the rat. There's this bald dude with glasses who looks like Phil Collins. And while Eve is preparing to cook the rat, he's like, has she done rat before? But he says it in a much more colorful, fun way than I'm allowed to. <laughs> but yes, hasn't she done? Like, there is uh, 
castaway who like has cooked a lot of it is Eve. She yes. says that she's and then Sarah specifically doesn't eat the rat because she's gotten rat disease before. Not oh, from eating God. rat, but she's gotten congenital rat disease Ick. just from being around rats. Ick, what do you do? What I are mean, you doing, Sarah? I don't know. Too playing, much playing with the rats. Too much malk, which is milk not... with an A, because it comes from rats. Rat Gross. milk. Gross. <laughs> um what else goes on? And then they say that, of course, they say it tastes like chicken. What does it taste like? It tastes like chicken nah, or it tastes rat. Like yeah. Can I imitate like noises? Can I still go? Yeah, that's a noise. That's not making an accent, <laughs> you weirdo. I really just come across like an ignorant. Yeah. Can I still make noises? Is okay. that offensive? Is that not allowed in oh, the game? Boy. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not, I am not trying to bring that energy. <laughs> But sometimes you need a mirror held up to you to see your bad behavior. And I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> On to Halong. Do we want to just do all of Ular? Sure. Zoe is a... Okay, gosh. Speaking about offensive... Not appropriate at all. Cancel me, but first go back in time and cancel Zoe. Yeah. Who talks... Okay, because it's just like she's like... Oh, if they're going to string this person up by the tree, then I'll string them up by the trees. We're all going to be strung That's up in the so trees. fucking inappropriate. Super and inappropriate. So, yeah. And I don't think there's any way to spin it or look at it or think about it. No. It, it's not an illusion. Where any way you think of it, it's referencing lynching, right? 1,000%. Yes. It is completely inappropriate and so, so not okay it, to be like using as a fucking like colorful comparison. phrase. Yeah. yeah, fuck all the way I off. I think the most generous thing you can say about it is it's a different time period and it's probably a phrase being used where she isn't being 100% conscious of what she's it's referencing. History. Yes, that it's like, oh, that's just a phrase I've heard or used all the time and I'm not directly thinking about what it means when I'm saying it is probably the most generous reading. But it's just like, wow, that's fucking wild that she's saying that like four times in a yeah, row. Yeah, no joke. Something, I mean, I'm sure, like, obviously in the U.S., we, I feel like we have a much worse history surrounding that topic. But certainly the U.K. isn't without its problems with that as well, right? Yeah, I guess I don't specifically know a lot of U.K.'s slavery history um, that's something that we should definitely look into. I mostly know like well, like first, North and yeah. South American. I know that like they're both like in the slave trade bed together. I just don't know like I don't know a bunch of history of like specific what happened in you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm aware of like specific historical events involving lynching in the US. I'm not aware of any in the UK, but I'm sure they exist. Pretty sure that North American indigenous people were also sent to the UK as slaves. Mm. Like during early settlement and colonial native expansion. North American people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> talk about how Jackie. Oh, wait, no, no. Eve is fucking sick of Zoe because of Zoe's, Zoe's bringing drama. Sick of Zoe's amateur dramatics is what she says, which is such a hilarious, an awesome biting little like. It's so much more aggressive than just saying drama, I suppose. It's like really colorful and like but i get it i get the annoyance with zoe she reminds me of robin williams of just this like 
like bouncing like she, there's this moment when she's doing ill of robin williams i just you know what? I, how fucking dare you okay can we be real for a moment yes love robin williams singular person tragic loss daughter named zelda great guy but maybe sometimes can be a little manic, can be a little like his whole shtick in the wrong context. Can and, but, uh, but but what what I think is undeniable, what I think is undeniable, is it can only be done by Robin Williams without being obnoxious. Anyone else trying to do the thousand mile a second, bouncing from like thing to thing, kind of like doing a silly voice, then going back to normal talking, it doesn't work. I agree. And there's a moment where Zoe gives a confessional where she's giving hard <laughs> Robin Williams imitator vibes. And, and she is like an amateur actress. And I just feel like maybe she's a little obnoxious. I mean, I hear that. I completely hear that. Um, but Jackie, on the other hand, is happy that there's drama. She's like yucking it in, thinking like the more that I'm not in the drama and other people are in the drama, they'll like piss each other off enough that they'll put targets on their backs and like get voted out before me. The more whinges that other people are whinging with each other and the less whinging I'm whinging, whinging? with other whinges. What? <laughs> she like... They use this term. You didn't catch this. No this term like whinge. Whinge. I've got. I wish I got. I wish. Peter. I so wait. Bad. Do you I think so, that's Cockney? I so whinge, tinge, fringe, minge. Hmm. <laughs> minge is probably minge. <laughs> yeah, that big old minge you got there. <laughs> like ginger minge. Yeah, oh. I think that means pussy. I don't remember who ginger minge is either. Mm. Um. Gosh, uh, I so desperately <laughs> want to speak so in a silly UK accent <laughs> <laughs> so badly. I'm like itching. I'm burning up. Only because you can't. You wouldn't even be thinking about it if you could. Because if I could, I would be doing it every other <laughs> minute without thinking about it. I'd be slipping Aww, in no, and out of it wouldn't. constantly. Well, I mean, maybe a little go bit. and listen to our previous well, episode. That's another thing. I can't <laughs> celebrate. Lawrence Cheney, winner of Drag Race UK season one, question mark two, maybe? His name, Lawrence Cheney. It's just not as fun to say without a thick Lawrence Scottish brogue over it. Life sucks. <laughs> While we were watching this episode, though, we were wondering who sucked yeah. who on the island. Okay, so speaking of which, let's cruise over to Halong. Yes. On that slong. They <laughs> fucking catch a Is shark. Is it someone on Halong? They I catch think... two little two. baby sharks. See, from the first couple shots, it looks like they're huge ass fucking sharks. There's like and then some he real holds them up like, oh, perspective. sharks. Yeah. It's real purposeful. Like, holy cow, they caught like a great white shark and they're going to eat it for days and live inside of its body as a shelter. Yes, yeah, just like that one scene in Star Wars what? in the winter. How he guts that oh, animal okay. and crawls like, inside of talking? it. Yeah, when Han cuts open the wampa. Yeah. And I thought they smelled bad on the inside. On outside. the outside. Damn it, I love that. Now is that, can I imitate Harrison Ford? Yeah. Okay. Right? But that's probably like a like mid-continental accent or something. That's your own. Well, can I imitate, can I do like a Midwest accent? Yeah. Oofta? Yeah, that's you. Don't you know? <laughs> that's not, <laughs> it's don't you know, not like, don't you know. Oh, that was I didn't like go Scottish. So, I didn't you were go going so 
You were going Scottish. Top of the don't you know? You can't do that. <laughs> you That's said I right. could. I don't understand the rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they catch a sh- and Simon's Psycho. doing yoga on the beach. Yes. And they really, yeah, but with those sharks, they, we get graphic in UK yes, with yes. gutting these animals. Like, we see it all. It is like, and from the, vegans would find this very offensive. Well, and then think about this. There's the chickens that come up later that we'll talk about. There's yeah. all the rat drowning from last episode. And we've already had a rat dissection and cook up and now a shark Jesus one. Christ. There's so much like cooking and killing of animals on this yes, season. Yes, there is. Um, well, Adrian can't stand eating the shark. What about when Andy is talking about gutting the shark with whoever he's gutting it with? And I'll remind you that Andy is the guy who gave everyone the big like pep talk before the one immunity challenge. Did Jane suck Andy's dick? Is Maybe. that who? I could see Andy being the guy who gets his dick. They he's sucked. got He's got weird like cult guru yeah he's vibes. got weird suck my dick vibes. <laughs> he's got weird. he does he does but he's whoever he's gutting the shark with he's like powerful to gut a shark if you can you know he's like talking what a fucking creep gross. weirdo this guy is gross yeah at first i was wondering if charlotte sucked adrian's dick but then i realized charlotte wasn't married so i was like nope not those two but they were flirting there were some flirts going on adrian yeah, and Charlotte. And then, yeah, because he, he's talking about, like, it'd be funny if when you get voted off that you took the machete with you and dumped out all the kerosene and blew out the fire. He just wants to be a big dick. It's kind of funny. I, I appreciated the moment just because he is, he's yucking it up with Charlotte and she's enjoying it. And he does kind of, he gets treated like a big baby loser because he doesn't like the... Meat because he doesn't... Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, and, you know, Adrian's a big pussy. And then Andy think not that I feel that way, but that's kind of the vibe that people treat him. Yes. Well, that's like the toxic, shitty vibe that people are putting on Adrian, to Absolutely. be clear. Um, and then Andy says that he thinks that Charlotte is the leader of the young people because Adrian is too stupid to be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Exactly what I'm talking about. And snap. Uh, yeah. Should we roll on into reward? I think we fucking should. Okay, because we're so early in both the existence of Survivor in general and this being season one of UK, Mark Bailey, Mark Austin, Steve Bailey tells us <laughs> tells us right up top the merge is going to happen when there are 10 players left. It's so, this is such an awkward placement, I feel like, of them talking through, like... Why tell us now? That yeah. Merge, I guess because it's like, that's something to look for. Because it's like, you might not have any idea of, like, oh, are they going to be on separate tribes the whole time? What happens? But why this far out from the merge? Mm-hmm. Why not during... Why I not think... at the start of the episode of the merge or the episode before the merge Because I think, I think... The merge is going to happen a couple of episodes from now. So by episode four, you might be wondering what happens if one Next tribe steps, keeps losing, yeah. what, you know, et cetera. You might be wondering, yeah, where is this going to go from here? So four episodes in isn't the worst placement. If you're thinking of it as like the viewer may have no idea what this show is. Yeah. They don't get to know what the reward is going to be before playing the challenge. I love that. Do you? I like that. I, we've talked about it because remember they opened the chest and we yeah. kind of dug that. Uh, okay. So, and Mark, he's, you know, he's given lots of, he's building it up. He's got the dramatics going. He's saying it's not going to be a test of strength or endurance this time, 
but rather of patience and teamwork. Mm -hmm. You get four players, Jackie. Yes. You're working a table maze. Like, you know, ball, you're shifting around the table to get the ball to hit different things and not fall in holes. Right. There's There's like 26 or 30 holes and each one is numbered and you have to get it to each number without going into the hole by each number in order. Yes. And each Yeah, team, that's a good point. There's a path you have to take. Yeah. Each team will have three tries. They are not going at the same time. No, they are going one turns. at a time. So it's like Ular goes. They get to number X. Yeah. And then the next tribe tries to beat that. And then they try to beat them and back and forth, etc. Yes, exactly. So Halong try, gets to go first. Yes. And they only get two. And that's done. Real quick. Yes, they get to two, and then Ular makes it to four. Right. Do we have any word on who is working each table maze? No. It's tough because even online, you can't find like a list of the cast. If we were better podcasters. Didn't Peter send you one at some point? Of the 42 cast. Oh. If we were better podcasters, we'd have this info, but you know. We suck. They'd be playing. Um, but then we go back to Halong, and they do much better. And uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy is doing the calling primarily for that round, and they get 21. Yes. The maze looks interesting, where it is professional, but it's not super polished in how it's constructed and how it looks. It's like made, like all the little ledges and things in it are made of driftwood. Yeah, and painted to give it on. Like a, yeah, to give it like a vibe. I imagine this in Modern Survivor would look much sleeker and more factory line, you know. Are you saying that in Modern Survivor, it would look much better? It'd be funny people that don't watch Drag Race UK. <laughs> have, have no if idea. If you don't know who the drag queen bag of chips is, you probably don't know what's going on. I've now said much better about a quarter of the times <laughs> that they sing it. In the very first song in the very first episode of the season. Yes, Bag of Chips will run their catchphrase into the ground like any good drag queen will. Hell fucking yeah. So, yeah, so Halong makes it to 21, and then Ular does not beat 21. No, so then Ular, they go twice in a row. Yeah, they go again just to see if they can do it. The highest they get is 19. I kind of, how do you feel about them going one at a time? Instead of both competing at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I think that's kind of nice but it also like gives them opportunities to watch so i'm wondering how much of like strategy each tribe gets differently like and not getting to watch them do the other tribes third yes i think they that they should have still made the other tribe do the third round to see if they could get more than 21 but the highest they get is 19 i'm saying like no i'm, I'm just saying yeah you're right and it's just like just like you're like, oh, the highest they get is 19. It's that anticlimactic, too, which is yeah. kind of another problem with them going one at a time. A hundred percent. Because it just kind of ends suddenly. <laughs> and then they win three chickens. Yes. And they make a very foolish mistake. Of and them name them right away. They immediately start so giving them stupid. names. Here's Georgie and Jimmy and Timmy and Tommy. And how do you wish modern mm. U.S. survivor gave live animals as rewards more often or too at problematic. all problematic yeah it is way like, too problematic for current like current can't even yeah. imagine it happening no right? and it's like the 
you never keep the chickens just to produce eggs. No. Because it's always a pain to, like, take care of them and put them somewhere. Somebody's going to want to kill them and somebody's going to be opposed to it. And then it's like the thing that has happened a few times of like, oh, this person let the chickens out. And then that's a point of drama. Yeah. It really is. It feels like silly manufactured drama. It feels very much of an early 2000s time. A thousand percent. Would never happen in the modern world on Survivor. But they do roast up one of them chickens. Mm. We'll talk about it. All right. Should we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll digest the rest of this app. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International to UK with Love Redux Pulau Tiga. Episode 4 coverage. We're post-reward and coming back from the break to the number one song in the UK roughly around the time of this episode dropping. It is, of course, uh... It, you know, uh, it's uh, from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, Jackie. A movie directed by Baz Luhrmann whose Elvis movie is in theaters right now. That's fun. That's fun. You listened to the song in the 2001? Yeah, like... Bracing yourself for 9-11, <laughs> listening to Lady Marmalade? Um, we listened to and sang multiple songs from the Moulin Rouge. I think I was in, like, fifth... I want sixth grade, maybe? Hmm. That numerically, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. In 2001? 2001? Fourth or fifth grade, I think. For you. Well, you're not that much older than I'm me. A, that you but would I'm be. a grade older than you, so like sixth grade, fifth or sixth would if make I'm sense. If I'm in third grade, you wouldn't I thought be you said fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth for you, because oh. I was in third or fourth. That's what I'm saying. I, mm, okay. I... Almost, it, it, either way, in sixth grade, my music teacher, so it must have been like the year after it came out. Sure. It was a very popular song right. for some time. I Not like. that song, but other songs from Moulin Rouge that were more school appropriate. He'd have a singing choir. Moulin Rouge kind of very, I mean, Boz Lerman directed it and Elvis is in theaters and Ewan McGregor is in it. And we just watched the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale, also starring Ewan McGregor. Womp <laughs> womp. They should yeah. make a Moulin Rouge TV show. Back to the Rouge. Back to the Rouge. Doesn't he oh. die in that movie, though? And it's, like, sad? Um, Someone dies. She dies. Mm, I've only of seen tuberculosis. it tuberculosis. Ooh, consumption. Yep. Mm. Coughing up blood as a singer. Just bad news. When you go to jail in the United States, they make you sign a paper saying um, you won't sue them if you get tuberculosis and that there's a chance that you've been informed that there's a chance you might get tuberculosis. And if you refuse to sign it, they'll hold you in contempt or like resisting arrest. So that's, that's a, 
<laughs> okay, before we jump back into the episode, I have to read this to you. It's from the website, My London News, an article from May 21st, 2021. Okay. Written by Ruby Gregory. Did you find out who fucked? The hilarious moment the Queen imitated a South London accent in what she said. The Queen is a rather funny character. What? The Queen is known to imitate accents and is allegedly very good at it. So have you ever wondered which ones make the Queen chuckle? Well, it's imitating South London accents, Scouse accents, and a Concord, apparently. A fan was in total shock when the Queen perfectly copied his South London accent once at the Ascot races. Her Majesty the Queen was on the way to the races and was sitting alongside her son, Prince Charles, in an open carriage when the hilarious moment occurred. The royal author, Karen Dolby, recalled the moment in her book, The Wicked Wit of the Royal Family. (laughs) Dolby wrote, Once when Prince Charles and the Queen were driving to the Ascot races in an open carriage, there is a loud shout from the crowd. Charles did not hear what was said and asked his mother, Giza, wave Liz. The Queen replied in her best South London accent, waving obligingly at the spectators. Okay. So I think I don't need to say anything. The Queen would approve of my not making silly accents because that's offensive but imitating the accents of other people no here's what the queen would approve of okay the queen would approve of you making like yash or you betcha like sure. you're Uber, saying you're saying the queen that's like, only evidence that the queen approves of provincial local imitation local imitation okay you can't do anything outside of the united states you can do a southern girl I, oh, okay i mean you're expanding it to all of the united states yes because okay. she did all of england right fine, fine. she's like talking about all of england so you can do all of the u.s Peter, you better weigh in here because i'm i mean I'm, this is what i think the queen is saying i'm building a case so this is just but i'm gonna one... say not beyond the borders of the u.s i mean that's a huge gain i know i know Yeehaw! I'm giving you that. Doesn't that help? Hold on, little oh, God. Oh, man. Let's bring it back. <laughs> All right. We are post-reward. They've got some chicken. Yeah. What are they going to do with those chickens? Crack their necks right away. Very early. Right after naming them. <laughs> Andy so and Simon awful. kill and pluck the chickens. Mm-hmm. And I love... Andy's a fucking creep in a weirdo. Because he's talking to Simon, and he's just... So fucking creepy. Normal people can pretend this never happened. But me and you, we know. We know where our chicken came from. He's insane. We don't have the disconnect like the normal man who can go to the grocery store so callous, looking at his packaged chicken and pretending it wasn't born from violence. These hands. Adrian is a wuss, according to Jane. And Jane is just fucking rude and stupid. I love how uh, Adrian's like, she's not rude, but she is mean and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she uh, she calls him a wuss. She calls him scared and lazy. And then openly to him fa- to his face is saying that her seven-year-old would be more formidable on exactly. the island. Like, fuck off, lady. Like, a hundred percent. It makes me definitely swing onto... Adrian side and younger younger tribe side 
isn't Jane also the woman making like weird off color comment about people's skin color mm-hmm. and stuff earlier in the season? The bitch yeah. is racist. Or like Karen. <laughs> All right. Should we hop on over to Ular? I do just want to say there is a moment where someone says they need to boil the chicken carcass. And mm-hmm. I think that is a great idea. Well, to make some like broth, not just like or cook your rice in that broth. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So Hell much more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ular. Cracks mm-hmm. are forming. Yeah. Where oh. The coconuts. Yeah. Come? Okay. There's this moment where they're, the girls, the younger girls are talking about how like they found a rotten, a moldy, rotten coconut. But on that ro- moldy, rotten coconut, there was some scum. So, you know, what's the first thing that these two ladies think to do? Sarah Rub it on and their fucking faces. Sarah and who else? Um, Eve. Sarah and Eve, it's like, let's rub it in her hair, and rub put it, it on, on our, our faces, face. and then let's rub it on each other's hair and faces. Oh, gross. And then Sarah's just like, I love, it's great when you find someone that, you know, just thinks like you do. We see the coconut scum, and we both immediately think, let's rub it onto our bodies. Yeah, this is moisturizing. Twinsies. Um, They are becoming friends. It's nice to see friendships forming. It is nice. It's nice when you see uh, a real friendship form. So, yes. and, and they openly say, you know, we would hang out off island as well. And on that friendship, a foursome forms the Sarah, Richard, <laughs> Jackie, and Eve team. But notice how they call it a core four. It's like too early in the world of Survivor to be calling things alliances. Core four. Hashtag core four. Hashtag core four UK. There's a great moment where uh mark austin yes he says both tribes are about to face a i was trying to do a southern accent but they failed both tribes are about to face another lightning crack unpleasant night and then talking about (laughs) how it's gonna it's been raining on day 12 it rained since 10 a.m apparently and since 10 a.m i like like 10 a.m. until did it have like a cutoff or yeah i don't know just since 10 a.m it's when he came in it's like it's day 12 and it's been raining since 10 a.m okay he didn't say what time it was in the afternoon after 10 a.m 10 15 even yes after 10 yes that would be necessary i don't remember we said hashtag core four and hashtag core four what I'm trying to remember our hashtags because we always throw them out there and never actually use them. I'm confused. Hashtag core four was referring to the core four. I know, but then I responded with another hashtag about the core four and have already Mm. forgotten it. More four? No, it was core four something. Presumably the listener knows Uh, or has the power to rewind and find out. Disappointment. I know, but shouldn't we hashtag them on the episode? Hashtag bore four? (laughs) Me? Door four. Okay. Are we okay? Are you ready for immunity, Cody? Let's bring it to immunity. Let's do it. Okay, wait a second. Let's bring it. Let's try that again. <laughs> Let's bring it to immunity. Let's do it. So that crazy techno, crazy music. 
like crazy techno house music straight out of the uk is the music we're greeted to as we go to immunity it is hilarious that we like are being okay he like says we are entering where speed and in a hostile environment and then it like gives the vibes of a music video very much it's like we're entering like survivor music video zone and it like gives these weird like are you ready for another wacky uk immunity challenge oh fuck yeah because we're in a spooky swamp full of snakes and we're looking for spirit masks and And it's a relay snakes and monitor lizards so he says you don't want to spend too much time in that spooky swamp because they'll fucking get you those snakes and lizards and maybe some ghosts as well from all the people who died from those snakes and lizards it's a relay so there are 10 masks for each tribe and for a minute both the listener and the players, I mean, watchers, watchers and players get really confused on if it's 10 each or because he says there's 20, there's 20 masks. So does that mean 10 masks each or 20 masks each? We'll get into it. But yes, not very well explained. No, neither to the viewer or the people on site. Apparently, Hence why he was fired. He does say that you cannot deliberately impede the opposing tribe. Correct. So no hanging on or, you know, knocking Pushing people them. over. Yeah. Can't shove anyone into the pile of snakes that you're passing. So, yeah. Can't <laughs> feed them to a lizard on purpose. Right. Python. They're essentially running one by one into the swamp, retrieving a mask, bringing it back, and then the next person goes. Yes. Until you have all 10 masks. Exactly. All right. Jane starts it for Halong. Okay. And then... They're off to the races, Jackie. The swamp is all wet and muddy. Uh, Halong kind of takes an early lead. By like one and a half, which gets to two masks. And it's fun to watch them all tromping around through the swamp. It is, but it's very difficult for, like, Halong never slips up. It's just like, vomp straight through. I feel like the show also, on an editing and visual level, when it comes to the rewards and the immunity challenges... It struggles to tell a coherent story within that segment Mm -hmm. of the game. It feels very quick. Very quick. Very choppily edited. You never really know what's going on. Mark Austin provides no guiding voice to narrate, really, like Jeff does. Absolutely. It's just like a few-minute collage of shots where you can kind of track what's happening, and then you're informed of who won. I... Would have completely agree with your analysis. Love it. Now, I will say there's this moment near the end <laughs> where Halong has their 10 masks, but then another person like goes out Simon. and keeps, yeah, Simon is going out looking for another one. And Ular gets like close to like they get almost caught up because the whole time ular is like you said one and a half maybe two behind they're always just barely behind so yeah when they have all 10 and simon is out there looking for another ular thinks that they have a fucking chance of winning and think that they've maybe won and then simon comes back empty-handed and the host is like it turns out you had all 10 the whole time now but here's my question did Simon come back before Ular came back with their 10th? I don't know. I think he came back right before they came back with their 10th. Or was he still out there looking? No. He came back He as well. came back and then they came back with their 10th. Okay. And so my question is, is like, 
had... He didn't stop Simon. So had Ular come back and declared their 10 before Simon had come no, back? No, I don't think so. I think it's literally just poor hosting. Okay. I think he like literally just isn't narrating what's going on. Didn't tell them that they already had 10. And it's like, oh, sorry, Ular. How long? It turns out Halar already won in the last like however many minutes of gameplay were just completely pointless. Yeah. And also very anticlimactic to just like, whoops, nope. Game was already over a few minutes ago. Do you know what adds to the climax though, Cody? <laughs> what? Their fucking slow motion run back to camp. It's another UK <laughs> thing. They do it at the end of every immunity. We slip into slow-mo. We see the joy of one side and the crushing pain of the other. But the slow-mo through the snake swamp has a certain appeal. It does. It is crazy. I just really want to highlight it. It's crazy that Mark Austin did not stop Simon from going back into so the swamp. So ridiculous. Especially if there are like poisonous snakes in there, man. <laughs> well, and just being like, the game is over. You're the person who's in charge of telling them when they've won. <laughs> um, Ular is crushed. Like, because they thought they had that they were bringing it back. Yeah. They're absolutely heartbroken at this moment. Absolutely. Um, oh, and then Simon's like kissing the inside of one of the spirit masks very provocatively at yeah, the end of it. It's it looks like he's about kinky. to just put it on, but then he's kissing it at the same time. Um, Halong has like a quick moment when they're back at camp that they're like, hey, we had this losing streak that lit a fire under us that got us to this point, but we can't get complacent because now they, they are the losers. Someone They're going to have a fire. It's great to have the idol back at home. We get stronger with every win and keep learning with every loss. But it seems like they haven't learned anything. It's something <sighs> they say, which seems weird. Fucking oddly ridiculous. pointed. That's absurd. <laughs> it is absurd. You've not spent any time with them, you idiots. I know, I know. Like, none at all, you fucking asshole. They can be weirdly judgmental. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, my God. Back to Ular. Zoe approaches Jackie to try to sway her against Richard. She's so fucking crazy, Zoe. I know. This Zoe is when is I say like, she has her Robin Williams. I like moment. can't even handle her. She's just like, ooh, ah, hey, ooh, ah, over here, you know? Uh, Richard is very dismayed when he hears that the core four is starting to fall and falter within itself. They definitely, Richard is on Jackie's team. I must say, it's good to have a Jackie's back. Yeah, it, that he's just like, we can't go against Jackie. We're the core four. We can have this lockdown if we stay together. And when do I become expendable? When are you going to fucking turn on me and decide I'm not worth keeping around? Exactly. I don't hate Richard for going hard for Jackie. There's this talking head that he's calling them thick as thieves and <laughs> acting like it as well. It's a good, it's a good line. Yes. See, I can do accents. <laughs> we get some night cam moments really cool like this is fun i like the night shot moments it gives like a good dynamic it kind of throws me back to like surviving main mm. survive like whole like fan-made survivor with their night yes, challenges yes. i fucking forget about i like night i know it's not a challenge but still like the night shots are really fun here I hope they do some night challenges. I know it won't happen, but I, if anyone would do it, only UK would be audacious enough. Night challenges are fucking great. Richard tells Jackie about the other girls and them conniving against her. 
And then Eve is planning to vote for Zoe. Mm-hmm. Zoe feels... Okay, what about this? Zoe, who catches wind that votes are falling against her and is feeling very defeated... I think she's talking to Sarah about this. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I, you know, I, I may as well just give fucking Pete my toothbrush now because Jesus. I'm definitely getting voted off. I know you're on the island. You haven't brushed your teeth in like two weeks. Jackie, you're on Survivor. Your buddy of the opposite gender. But it, that's, it makes it seem grosser to me. But yeah. It, I guess, like, I wouldn't be as grossed out if a lady wanted to give me a toothbrush, but I feel like if I was a lady and some dude wanted to give me their toothbrush, it seems nastier, Mm -hmm. but kind of disgusting. I mean, if, like, a girl that's a friend wanted to give me your toothbrush, I'd take it. Even then, I'd be only in the most dire of circumstances. Like, in some of the boiled water. Oh, I guess you could boil it. Yeah. But what, just fucking boil it. Stranger on the island you've only known for two weeks leaves you your to- their toothbrush. Do you boil and use it? Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Mm. Disgusting. You're going to regret it. No, I'm not. I'm going to um, be just fine. She, she says that she's a realist not po- and not a positive person. That she's going to eat a large pizza when she goes home. She does talk about how she can't handle getting her hands around a PMA. She can't get her hands on a PMA, Jackie. A positive mental attitude. Oh, true. Now, I will also say, I really thought there's this moment where Richard's like, um, I thought I'd be good at Survivor because I'm ruthless at Monopoly. That's so funny. Like, how the fuck does that have anything to do with, like... I mean, like, they're both I games. I mean, I guess, but, they're like, both games ridiculous. is the only thing... Very silly. I can steal someone's fake money on Monopoly, so I'm going to be able to survive in the wild. Um, I don't know. It's a very silly thought, I feel like. I mean, I think that brings me to Tribal. Are you ready to head there? Let me check my notes. I am ready <laughs> to go to Tribal, yes. I am ready to go. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I am ready to go to tribal. She's got to try and have a PMA. Positive mental attitude. Thank okay. you. Now that you can't do quotes, that's what you have to, or like that you can't do accents, that's what you're going to have to do. I have to on. like very seamlessly without bringing the podcast to a screeching halt or exactly. having, or definitely listening to everything my co host said. I mean, it's like, if I talk about multiple things in a row, you know I've definitely ran through (laughs) everything in my notes. So, like, leaving me to then continue to talk about it, I mean, we're all just fucked. Yes. (laughs) I just had to get the clip, but in those moments when I leave you hanging, you know what you have to do. Um, have a positive... Have a PMA. Positive mental attitude. Okay, wait. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. Yeehaw! Get fucked, partner! Alright, let's go. Get fucked. Are you ready for tribal? I am. Let's roll to tribal. And see who gets fucked. Before we go to tribal, Mark Austin says to us, maybe the weather will be kind on the hour-long journey to tribal. Uh, We're referencing how it's been raining all the time lately. But I swear that it was a 90-minute walk to Tribal earlier. 
So Peter, are we just throwing out random? Help us out. Random amounts of time that it gets to tribal. No, or for drama. Or was it ninety minutes for the other tribe, but oh, an hour for this tribe? Oh, I'm just so dumb. I'm mm-hmm. just so dumb. Because they're in different locations. I'm a classic dumb guy American. Wow, wow. you stupid alert. Um. You know what else is crazy? That music while they headed to tribal. Mm. Mark is very, he's like, I'm so incredulous that I'm seeing you before me, Ular. Never thought I'd live to see the day. That Jonathan isn't not Jonathan. The host is not Jonathan. The host is, it's Mark. Who the fuck, which, which survivor is hosted by a Jonathan? Is it, is it uh, Jonathan LaPaglia? Is that Australia? Is or, it um, no, South Nico. Africa? I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting confused. Australia. I but think. he's like, I don't believe that Ula is here. What happened to you? And then Jackie thinks that Halang got lucky and says it won't happen again. And he's like, okay, go vote, you muddy pigs. <laughs> you, you little, you dirty pigs. Yeah, little I was going to say the host pigs. digs a little bit deeper at this tribal, but just barely. Like he asks two questions instead of just one. So we're, we're going somewhere. We're building. It's a block. And we're getting higher. Um, yeah. Okay, and then, so, as they go to vote, I'm struck by, oh, some of these people are fucking completely covered in mud, and some of them aren't at all. And they didn't even mention the mud pit this time, but apparently they went to the mud pit, and that got different levels of muddiness. I think you have to pass through the mud pit every time you go to tribal. That's, like, been stated. It's just funny that some of them are have so much mud on, on them, and some of them clearly put zero mud on them well yeah because you could go around the mud or you could like embrace the journey and i just feel like this up. whole mud thing isn't working they're not like you know it should be one or the other you either have to fully modify yourself or just leave it so you don't want them to have choice you yes. want the production to make a call and make them do it doesn't it seem weird that it was brought up once and even on that one time when it's brought up and they make it seem like everyone has to do it bunch of people aren't muddy at all and they don't really comment on it and now it's like oh yeah this lady is like literally dripping in mud and they didn't mention it so when i see her voting and talking it's like weird and then the next person has no mud on them and no one is i guess someone says something about it this time but it's just it's just a strange thing yeah uh yeah go vote you dirty pigs (laughs) <laughs> Sarah gets a little bit of heat as people vote for her. One dude's all like, I've already got a mother. I don't need another. I already got a mother. I don't need another. And then the votes come in. Bye, Sarah. Just like the host does a terrible job of narrating the challenges, he does a, such a bad job of oh, building tension no, as he reads so votes. it's so stupid. Right? It's like just one after the other. He doesn't recap who has how many votes, and it's very flat. It's two for Zoe. And then everybody else for Sarah. Yeah, five for Sarah. So it's like, okay, even Sarah voted for Zoe and everyone else voted for Sarah. But he just reads them one after the other without any tension building or drama to it. But you know what is some dramatics, Cody? When Sarah snuffs herself. Um, after that... Sarah, Sarah says she was surprised. She thought she would know. Sarah. Yes. Sarah. Sarah. 
She says her name like 10 times. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just doing a bit. She also says that she always said that she wouldn't dip herself in mud on the night she's going home. So on some level, maybe she did know. Yeah. But Mick is a fucking creep, Cody. Tell us why. Mick says in his talking head as he voted for Sarah, you're a strikingly attractive girl. There's lots of men happy. There would be lots of men happy to camp with you, but not here disgusting mick it's kind of like a weirdly confused message like what are you saying exactly but you had to work in that i think you're attractive much younger woman than me that's one thing i have to make sure i sneak in there just in case that's my whole talking head is about how you're and you're hot and you're young and other dudes want to fuck you but not here but, but this isn't you... about fucking. Yeah, no, this game much. isn't about fucking, Sarah. So you don't have any place here, you young hot thing. That's I, what he's saying. It's like, yeah, like it's borderline misogynistic, almost like. Mick's got sausages up his ass <laughs> and, and is being hatred a fucking. In his heart. No, and being a fucking like oh, creep. I know. No, he's being a creep. And he's also being just like, usually you can, he's low key saying, usually you can get by on being hot. Yeah. But it didn't quite work out for you here. Asshole. Mick. He's such a Mr. So- he's so gross. If he wins, I'm going to lose my fucking mind on UK. And then... Do you think Mick is the one who got his dick sucked? By I himself? Know. And then on screen... By Sarah and then voted her out? Screen goes black <laughs> and white letters burst through the blackness oh, that say, yeah. trust no one. It's ridiculous. It was insane. It was absurd. And that is UK episode four. That is UK episode four. This was a great episode. We've now surpassed as far as we've ever been. We're going to be doing a weekly recap of an episode to get us through season one and two, Cody. Yes, season one and two. Because, Peter, we need you back on. Cody has broken the rules. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. We made it through our first UK coverage post the Cockney Mine or Cockney Rhyme scandal, the scandal, and uh, and and without a single slip up. In real life, he's really been sucking it out, Peter. And he's like done it like five different times. Both on the pod and in real life, I've made zero slip ups. The queen will never spank me, but I am petitioning Queen of America to save me. Follow us at INT Survivor Cast. Catch all of our coverage, our continuing Whoopi Week coverage, and soon we'll be going back in time and back to Syracuse. Oh, God. Yes, we will. But first, we're finishing up UK. And catch our South Africa content coming in July. Hell fucking yeah. Bye. See you next time. Yeehaw! Whoop, there it is. (laughs) That's all I got.